Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very pissed off and frustrated Newt podcast. I am your host, The Dude, and I have Big Red, Undertaker's son, one of the biggest elite marks you'll ever meet in your life, but he's a good guy. We got Gingy. Rest to black... Fuck. No, that's not the line. Uh, fade to peace? No. Help me out here. You're fucking up already. <laughs> what is this? He called me... Rest this. to black. He was Damn doing, it! He was doing something funny and you, you got ahead. And then to my right, we got Butterbean's Lost Son, Vanilla Pudding. Appreciate it. One of the biggest teddy bears you'll ever meet. One of uh, Omaha's unsung heroes of the underground rap scene. Yeah. We got fucking D3, fucking no three pieces up in this bitch. And we're going to talk uh, about some fucking wrestling. We're probably going to have a short one here, folks, because there ain't a whole lot to talk about. Because last week we discussed... Well, we didn't really discuss Money in the Bank. Not really. There's uh, been a couple more developments. Nothing really too fancy. Does anyone really know what's going on with the match card that's been updated off the top of their heads? I know... Uh, Braun Strowman's out of it now. Even if... The, or if he wasn't... He got replaced by Sammy. Remember. Yeah, he got replaced by Sammy Zayn. Or Sammy took his spot. Whatever. Yeah. Like, so, was that storyline, or was that more of... So, you didn't watch Raw, is what you're saying? No, I haven't. I haven't well, there you go. There uh, was, there was, so, there was a false count anywhere match between Zayn and Strowman. Winner uh, moved on to Money in the Bank. It was actually a pretty decent match. Um, you had interference from Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre, who I guess are in the match, too. Um, and... Sammy came out on top, so... Baron looked like a beast. He really did, That was yeah. one of the very few times I was actually out of my seat for Baron Corbin. That seemed like a complete reinvention of the character, which I think he desperately needs. I just, think, I just think he just needed some aggression, and that's all he did. I think the only issue is seeing him looking like an Applebee's manager. <laughs> it's the outfit. It's the presentation that you're presenting this guy. He, he can come out in something else. I don't see why he just can't wear what he normally wears except he fucking shaved his head. Yeah, when he when he was, you know, the constable or whatever the fuck he was for Stephanie, like it made sense. Now it's just now it's just weird. I mean, you I mean, it's just I think it's uh, I think honestly besides the fact that he looks like I'm I'm uh, manager Corbin of Applebee's, um if you if you gave him his previous look back or at least had something to where he looks aggressive or something like that. With the bald head, you could play off, play off a lot of stuff because when he had his hair, he looked older than he did. Like, he looked like he was in his 30s. Like, actually, no, like, mid to late, four, mid to late 30s. And well, he's, he's like, what, 27, 28? Shit, is he really? Yeah, he's young. Fuck, I didn't think he was that young. Damn. So, the, the thing that I have the issue with, with continuity... And trying to make the shit feel real because, you know, we're not done. We remembered what happened last week and the week before if you're paying attention to all three hours. Sami Zayn got thrown in a dumpster on Monday. Mm -hmm. Then had a world title match on Tuesday. Walked out like nothing happened. Makes no sense. And then the following Monday is when they addressed the dumpster. The dumpster was not addressed on Tuesday. And all, all they interviewed Braun about it. 
And all he really had to say was, what, like, I wish he had been crushed, or I wish he had been turned into a cube, something like that? It's the whole Braun Strowman thing. I think they cooled him off too much. I'm not saying he's dead in the water, but he's getting very close to Bray Wyatt territory. He's, he's definitely floundering right who's now. Who's reinnovating his career, and we'll get, it, we'll get into him later, because to me, that's the main event. And okay, we are, we, we are going to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Firefly Funhouse of Horrors. That's that's another person who I feel like could have been maybe not Universal Champion, but at least the, the, the top one. What was Intercontinental was the bottom raw. Now it's on SmackDown, just with the SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I felt like what they should have did with Dolph Ziggler is they should have they should have kept them together, but had Drew be the Intercontinental Champion. I just feel like that dude screams champion. Maybe just not world champion on Raw yet because they haven't presented him to be that kind of monster, even though it's clear he has the potential to be. Same thing with Braun. And hopefully they don't piss those two away. I really feel like they don't need... Like, with Drew, anyway, you really don't need to portray him as a monster. He comes off as, like, fucking intense. Like, from the jump. Drew or Braun? Probably both. Huh? So Drew or Braun? Drew. Drew? Drew's just got, like, a lot of intensity and, like, all of this shit that he does in ring is so, like, methodical. It's almost Randy Orton-esque, I would say. He looks like a fucking warrior. And, yeah, you you really don't need to... That dude makes really, really buff and shaped Thor look like a chum. You you can... You put those two side by side, Drew McIntyre's fucking monster. I guarantee you, you throw him against Rollins, and you know, you give them a good 15-20 minutes, and you give uh, McIntyre the win, no one's gonna care. Matt, or, not... That that sounded bad. They're, they're not gonna be mad. I think they would actually celebrate something like that. So you're saying CrossFit versus deadlifts, bro? Yeah. Yeah. CrossFit Jesus versus Scottish Scottish the, Scottish the, 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 the other thing with the issue with WWE is I get I'm not trying to get in the wild card rule again. Honestly, it kind of makes sense in hindsight because I'm sure Fox with their two He's billion genius. He's a genius. I'm sure Fox with their two billion dollars wants all the top stars, and this way it allows USA Network and Fox to at least have you know what I'm saying. They can at least use three guys from the other show, I guess. It's dumb. I agree with Jason Solomon. If if you don't love her and you ain't committed, break up with her. Clearly, Vince McMahon and all the networks aren't in love with the brand split. I'd kill it. Unify both belts. Never, ever make a second world championship again. I don't know, maybe even get rid of the United States. Only one tag team. Only one women's world title. And if you want to keep the women's tag, go ahead. Why not? Okay. I feel like I feel like they have potential for that. And then yeah, you still have two oh five live, and then you still have the four titles on NXT, and then you still have what, the three the two, three titles on NXT UK. That's a lot of fucking titles. Yeah, I, I still think if you That's a lot that's a lot of winners. Right, but if you take away the brand split, like just looking at the main roster in general, just Raw and SmackDown, if you end the brand split and go down to, you know, one men's title, one women's title I feel like that confines a lot of people and you don't really get to showcase a lot more of your superstars. I feel like with the Bland... Bland, the Bland split? Yes. Bland, 
they they can do it right and they're doing it right they just need to figure out who they want to put where i you could honestly sit down with both networks and be like all right so this year you guys are going to get these people and then in january we'll do this superstar shakeup thing and we'll switch and they they it's got to be simple enough to work out okay so here's here's a here's a thought i had what if you just you know take axe the brand split you uh combine them but you keep the three hour runtime. Would that be enough? They to... have to keep the three hour runtime. They're locked into a contract. Well, I'm just saying, like, you keep the three hour runtime. Do you think that'll be enough to show off the people that don't have titles? I, I think we're going to get more Usos and Revival fucking Icy High skits if that happens. Because that's just. That's Vince. That's what Vince McMahon wants. That's what he from, thinks works. From what I read, he just thinks it's funny. No one, no one's saying like stop though. No one's saying no to him because they're getting paid. Under Who him. can? You can't really. Besides Triple, Triple H, 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 Stephanie. I mean, people target the McMahon's as a family, but like Triple H is getting sick of it. I know, and I mean. Stephanie and Shane have to notice the business side of things and notice that something's not going right. Well, you know, another thing that I was going to bring up that I forgot was they had the world title match of SmackDown, the main program of SmackDown, main event, Raw. Right. A world title match that was good. I liked it. It had a lot of time. Plus entrances. It had a little bit of build for the... It was announced night of, and it didn't even draw three million people. You're not talking about the unification. I'm talking about Kofi versus Brian that just happened with the WWE Championship on Raw, while Seth is the Universal Champion on Raw. So when you're willing to get that desperate and hot shot, one of your biggest matches for SmackDown that could have closed a pay-per-view, could have maybe drew a number on SmackDown. You gave it to Raw because that's your baby. So clearly they don't give a fuck about the brand split. Well, Vince doesn't give a fuck about the brand split. If it was my company, I'd keep it. And I'd be 100% committed. What? When you're on the brand, you're on the brand. When it's done, it's done. Exactly. You're there until the next one. Unless they do trades, which they did back in the day, which does make... I remember... I think there was a trade Undertaker on SmackDown and Raw got Booker T and the Dudleys. I want to say. See, that'd be stupid. But I, I like the idea of trade. I think what what you could do is keep keep the two separate brands. And then when Survivor Series comes around and it's Raw versus SmackDown, you have specific matches where, you know, you can steal superstars or, you know, some shit like that. Right. That way you can have the wild card rule and, you know, still keep and, shit separate and at the, the same time. And the other issue is when WWE was at its hottest, they didn't exactly have a whole lot of programming. And I think three hours a week in 99 when they brought in SmackDown, 
But during their hottest period, they were only two hours. And that was the only content that you got. Right. You didn't get network specials. There were no specials on the USA Network. There were no documentaries. Because there were no collections. Wrestling wasn't as popular back it, then. No, it was, it was, yes, it was. In 97, 98, 99, when Nitro's drawn five, six million people and Raw's drawn five, six, they're drawn about eight to ten million between them. Yeah, that's wrestling was at its biggest. But you have to understand between Raw and Nitro, that's two actual companies that are going at it. And we're going to get to that. <laughs> Back in the day, when people are jumping ship, you had two rosters that were stacked to the gills. You know who Raw had, you know who Nitro had, that's two fucking great rosters. Now with Raw and SmackDown, the shows don't feel different, they don't take jabs at each other, there's no excitement when anyone jumps ship, and another thing WWE's robbed themselves of is surprise debuts. A lot of their big people that they swoop up from the Indies, or New Japan, or Ring of Honor, or Impact, they're in the crowd at NXT. Or they're taking a picture shaking Triple H's hand. There's no more big surprises like when Jericho came out and debuted against The Rock. Or when The Big Show came out from under the ring and chokeslammed Steve Austin. Or when... um. Do you think that has to do... The Radicals when Eddie Benoit... Eddie Benoit, Malenko... And Perry Saturn... When they debuted on Raw and Jump Ship, that was fucking huge. Look at what Kevin Nash and uh, Scott Hall did when they debuted on Nitro. Do you think that has any relation to, like, all the social media and shit nowadays, though? Because, like, it's easy... Yes and no, because there are ways to, like, hide shit like that if you really, really... Look 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 how secret the Kenny Omega shit was kept. Look at how secret the Goldust shit was. We're getting to All Elite. That's the second main event. <laughs> but there are issues going on in WWE. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm a weirdo. I like paying attention to ratings. I was looking up the ratings. When I was my senior year, 2014, so from January to May, I was looking them up, and they were getting around $4 million for the first two hours, and it dipped barely below 4 at the third most times. All year. And now we're barely getting $2.5 million. Barely getting two million. Raw drew a number so low that the impact number that they had in three hours in January 2010 when they debuted Hogan and they rolled out all the stars, that had a higher number then. What do you think they're doing differently now? Who? WWE. Like to cause the rating dip, what do you think changed? A lot of the stuff I just said. That's that's one thing. We can get into all that. There's a lot of stuff that this is it's stale. There's too many champions. There's too much content. It's burnout. You expect people to watch five hours of main of main of the main roster, and then three hours of your developmental. Two or five hours developmental. Let's not get ourselves. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So that's a lot of content a week. Not counting pay-per-views. Not counting pay-per-views. Not counting Impact. Not counting Ring of Honor. Not counting New Japan. Not counting AAA. Not counting Lucha Underground when it was airing. Not counting Major League Wrestling, which I'm actually starting to watch. There's a lot of fucking wrestling, dude. WWE ain't the only fucking people you can watch now. You can watch the NWA if you want. They have big shows. The Crockett Cup's coming up. I don't want to watch that motherfucker. 
Jim Cornette's doing commentary for them and MLW. But we're not gonna we're not gonna get into Uncle Corny. But yeah, there's a lot of those. That's another thing that I think is affecting the ratings. Another thing that's probably affecting the ratings is the fact as Raw's over around 11, 12 o'clock here in Nebraska, mm-hmm. I can YouTube damn near the whole show. I don't have to watch the revival put you know rub their ass on the floor. I can just literally see the thumbnail and know what I'm getting into because I'll listen to someone talk about it on a podcast. Why do I need to watch it live? Monday on the USA Network, right when it's happening, when I can just look it up. The pay-per-views are really what's worth, you know, watching right then and there. And even then, we just had an Impact pay-per-view. We're having a WWE pay-per-view. All Elites had in their first pay-per-view for $49.99. I need to look this up. Someone should. Apparently, you can watch All Elite. So fucked up still. You can watch Double or Nothing for free, and I'm hoping I'm not giving false advertisement here on Bleacher Report Live. I don't I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe that's just one of the ways they're airing the pre-show. Either way, I mean The pre-show for, for All In, which had way less publicity, drew I think I think it was like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand people. It's not bad. Uh VR Live will serve as the exclusive digital streaming partner in the United States for AEW's inaugural event, Double or Nothing, on the 25th. You can get it for free, right? Uh, uh, VR Live is... What is that, though? It's looking like a streaming service for sports, because mm-hmm. Bleacher Report is a site that I used to go to a lot in high school, specifically for wrestling, but they talk about MMA... Boxing, football, soccer, any fucking sport you can think of, MLB, UFC, they talk about it. <laughs> so if you can watch the pay-per-view for free, fuck, you got my money. Right. Um, I'm sure down to buy some t-shirts and some fucking hats. Six days ago on Ringside News. Uh, won't just be one streaming service. I plan to go all out with the free streaming. At this time, it appears that the event will be available via YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at no cost to the fans. The whole oh, so You can watch it on YouTube too. God. The whole pay mm-hmm. The whole pay mm-hmm. You're being factual. You're not. You're not lying to our probably one to two people that <laughs> listen to this thing. I'm, don't lie to the folks. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm reading what's on here. I don't know if it's fact. But from what I read on here, it says... Where did you say that was from? Uh, ringsidenews.com. It said, and this was six days ago. Okay. Uh, it says, at this time, it appears that the event will be available via YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at no cost to the fans. So, I feel like, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, and I'm going to... The good thing about that, if that's true, is at least they can look at all the numbers with all the social media sites and really see how many eyeballs are on. Because if all these eyeballs are going to watch it on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, uh, whatever you're on, Club Penguin, whatever you can watch it on, if they, can see the, if they can see the viewing statistics and even see how many people are willing to pay for it, it's a good indication of maybe what the tele- television audience will bring in. And that's where the big money is. Apparently, they're, <clears throat> they're not paying to be on TNT, but they're not paying either. They're gonna make money off advertisements from what I'm reading and TNT and all you're gonna split it down the middle. Huh? 
But the okay. platform's there for the first time since WCW. Wrestling's on TNT, which is a bigger channel than Spike. Impact was drawing 1.5, 1.8 million people at a point. So, with that, I'm really thinking there's a possibility we're going to see John Moxley in All Elite. If he, if he turns up at if he turns up at double or nothing, <laughs> double or nothing. I think the match he should definitely interfere in is probably the Kenny Jericho match. You just beat the piss out of both of them. <laughs> I feel like that way it would save the match and there'd be a big surprise. Another person who's allegedly going to be a double or lead is possibly Enzo. Just Enzo or well, Enzo and Cass. Big Max part of the Enzo package. <clears throat> um. So I just want to say I follow DDP on uh, Twitter, and yep, exactly. Uh, he posted a thing up on Twitter um, where he's well, his his uh, yoga thing. I don't I don't know how to pronounce. I don't know how to say it, convention whatever um, is going to be in Vegas, and Big Cass was in Vegas at the they call it the re like it's not the rehab center, but it's a place for. Uh, relaxing and 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 DDP has everything there. I mean, anything you can think of to get your body prepared and relaxed, he has it. And Cass was there as part of um, the uh, inauguration of it because this was just a brand new center that he opened up. That's pretty cool. So I don't know. I'm thinking that if he, uh, you know, if Enzo's going to be there, Cass is going to be there because it, it, it's a package deal. Like, Cass can't really do anything without Enzo. Enzo can't do anything without Cass. They have to... I disagree 110%. Well, I, I disagree with you 50. Cass, I don't think he's going to do anything without Enzo. On the other end, I think he will do just fine by himself. If he decides to be in wrestling, I feel like he could be a manager, a damn good one. Mm. A damn good mouthpiece. Mm. I feel like another thing he could help people with if a company wanted to lock him down for a while and get their money's worth is Enzo likes to talk about promo class. I feel like that guy could actually teach people how to talk and how to go off the cuff and teach people how to write and teach people how to think for themselves. How you doing? Like Bray Wyatt's doing how in the doing? locker room. He, uh, he's but yeah, when it comes to Cassie, I don't see him doing anything without Enzo, in he's, my opinion. Uh, Enzo is the Jimmy Hart of this generation. He's you could he's got, go there, yeah. I guess I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Uh, from from what he's done in the ring, I really don't see him as a wrestler or really as like a superstar. He's like, a mouthpiece. He can definitely talk somebody just under the fucking table. So mm -hmm. I feel like if you if you are gonna bring in Enzo and Cass, I think. You have Cass well, as the star. What promotion star. do you think you should go? Mm -hmm. Huh? What promotion? Anywhere, honestly. I mean, if the if the stories are true and they're going to all elite, I feel like allegedly, allegedly, you have Cass not talk because he can't cut promos. Just, just not all that much. I think Big Cass uh, can pull off a routine. Because when he did the Enzo and Cass routine on the main roster, he didn't really have to say much. 
I feel like you, if you book them as like a Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman kind of duo, I think they could really thrive. Not obviously as like threatening and decimating as Lesnar is, because Cass is nowhere near that. But I mean, Enzo, I'm sure, could whip up some shit to, you know, hide the dude up. Right. Yeah, I've well, an entire rap song about how Cass is the fucking best wrestler of all time. So holding consensual penises. I I mentioned a name last week, and I heard crickets. This this is a story I think I heard about maybe a couple months ago. About a wrestler named Tommy McGee. Do you remember me saying that? Yeah. And I remember you saying the name, and I still. So no one knows what I'm talking about. Okay, so there was this. I'm going to keep this short. I'm going to tell you two, you need to watch it so we can talk about it in depth. Tommy McGee was this bodybuilder. He looked like a million bucks. He was like 5'6. He looked like a giant Kenny Omega. You should Google him right now. Just Google Google Tommy McGee right now. Tommy McGee or Tom McGee? Tom McGee. Okay. Tom McGee, WWF. And he. Had a, he had a tryout match with Bret Hart. I don't... I, you just watch the documentary because I don't need to give you all the details. Long stories cut... Oh. Long stories cut shorts. Vince McMahon, after this match with Bret... Holy fuck, he really is a tall Kenny Omega. And this documentary that they did, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was great. It had Bret Hart in it. it. It had everyone that was a piece to the puzzle... It was really, really well done. They talked about everything in depth, and they really brought it all to light about the tape trading back in the day with the VHS. It's, it was a brilliant documentary, and we're going to get into the star cast relation of why WWE decided to release it so quick. Because <laughs> sneaky Vince. But Vince, at the end of the match, Vince McMahon was telling everybody, was telling everybody that's my next Hulk Hogan. That's my next world champion. Swear. And Hogan was still at his peak. I think that was, I want to say, 80, 86? So what? When that match took place, 88? I wish I fucking knew my facts, but... Uh, which... Just look up Bret Hart versus Tom McGee. I, I am. What? Date. What, what happened to him? Just, just watch it. It's, it's, it's totally worth watching, I'm telling you. If you like pro wrestling and you like the history of it, and if you want to know why Bret Hart is one of the best professional wrestlers of all time, you will watch that, because he made that dude look like a million bucks. Can you just find it on YouTube, or do you have to go to, like... It's on the network. It's on the network? Oh, okay, cool. It's it's worth it's it's worth, it's worth worth it. It's That's the kind of stuff I wish WWE would have done a long time. I don't know how to put it. It's just really well done. I'm not used to WWE doing mm-hmm. shit like that. 1988. 88. Well, yeah, so Hogan was in his prime running wild, and he said, this is my next Hulk Hogan. And then it goes from there. But it was really, really good. And I walked. And they show the whole match in its entirety after the after the documentary, which is about 20, 25 minutes in the actual match itself. <laughs> and it's another interesting thing to see Bret Hart working as a heel. So Interesting. And the reason why they did that is because Conrad Thompson who hosts with Grillin' with JR, which is a podcast I need to start listening to. He also has the Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. And he sometimes still hosts 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. 
I feel like you should maybe start. I'll start sending you some links to see if you can get interested in those. But they're really good podcasts. And Tom Comrade managed to get Undertaker on StarCast. Vince pulled the plug on that. Conrad managed to get Kurt Angle. He pulled the plug on that. So Conrad managed to get a hold of you'll 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 manage to get a hold later. You'll see in the documentary about playing the tape. And that was going to be the first ever like visual of people that have that could see that match in the history of the world. Only the close people you'll see in the documentary seen it. That was going to be the first like public view of it. And they had and Tom McGee and I think Bret Hart were going to be at Starcast to talk about it live. And that's why that's why Vince did it, and they did it hmm. to, to take away that little bit of a mystique. Even though that was WWE's tape, so. A little controversial there. Other than that, there's really nothing to talk about besides Money in the Bank and Double or Nothing. Well, Another match I recommend that I'm actually probably going to watch tonight, since it's my night off, is uh, the Tessa Blanchard Gail Kim match. Art is really fucking good and worth the watch. From the recent Impact? Rebellion, yeah. And it's one of the only matches actually worth looking at. From that card, not to, not to knock that, I didn't. I didn't watch Rebellion. That's just what I've been reading on the worldy webs. I haven't been in touch with TNA for... Are we going too long, bud? No, we're fine. So we move on to Money in the Bank. Do you think Becky's going to keep both belts or is she losing one or both? If she loses one, you might as well... I mean, it really don't matter at that point because I mean, the titles aren't unified down the line. Well, do you want to hop on this or do you want to... I... As much as I hate to say it, I don't see her walking out with both belts. Uh, I feel like she's going to defend them both, but she's going to get screwed. She's going to get screwed out of one of them, and I feel like it's... I hope it's the Lacey Evans one, because Charlotte Flair does not need another title ring, because they are going to keep that belt on her for at least a year. Here's my prediction, knowing WWE. This isn't what I want them to do. This is what I think they're going to do. And kind of what I want to do in the beginning. I feel like they're going to try to give Lacey Evans a competitive match. They shouldn't. But either way, I think she's tapping into the disarmor. And Becky's going to get a clean win. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she's going to cost Becky the belt. So Charlotte at least gets the SmackDown one. And Becky keeps the Raw belt. Which I guess makes sense. I mean, why not? If you're going to keep both championships and keep the fucking people separate as much as you can. I I would much rather see a cash in for the SmackDown title. I, I Charlotte, Oh, fuck, yeah. Charlotte Flair is a nine time champ I think or she's going for her ninth title and she's been in the company for five years six years it don't matter how long she's been in the company it's just main roster who uh that's been even less time though so that's been what do you see my point then who no the fact that she's been on the main roster less time in general and she's held that many belts they're turning her into her dad and she does not need to be her dad though yeah who uh who's Who's wrestling on uh, the female portion of uh, Money in the Bank? Because if here's Bayley's, what I'm thinking: if if Bailey is one of the contestants, I want to say it's Bailey, Alexa Bliss, Naomi. 
Dana Brooke, um, Natalia. <sighs> Fucking Christ. Let me, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. What I'd like to see is Natalia win. I'm a mark for her. She's a heart. She works like She's one. She's a night heart. Well, she, she wrestled in the dungeon and kind of like grew up there and she learned how to train from the hearts. And her dad's a, you know, I mean, I, yeah, she's not a heart, but you know what, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so getting into that, I feel like a good program for SmackDown and you can keep Becky on Raw if they're separating the belts and keeping the champions on their own rosters respectively. I think Natalia versus Charlotte would be a decent program. Especially if you let Natalia come out with her chin held high versus Charlotte, who don't need the win. But I feel like someone like Natalia, that's a that's another solid person you can have that's up there. Instead of just Charlotte and Becky. Mm-hmm. Who else is there? Bailey. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking. Who else besides Bailey? Um I'd say probably. Naomi. You could give Naomi another shot at it. Ember Moon. She's in the match? Yep. Holy balls, bro. Fuck all of the people we just said. Let Ember Moon win it. Yeah. Well, Make her the new star. Here's what, I'm, here's what I'm thinking. So you know how Bailey's Bailey's starting to get more aggressive and be and trying she, to get She's becoming emo Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. Bailey wins the, the money in the bank. Okay. You have Becky versus Charlotte. Charlotte wins off of some bullshit. Okay. Bailey comes in, cashes, and fucking Bailey, Bailey the Bailey suplexes Charlotte. One, two, three, Bailey's the champion. That could happen. Give her give her a good month to 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 kind of see where see where the people are gonna be at with Bailey. Mm-hmm. And if she's not good, then you know you give you don't give it to Charlotte. You give it to somebody else. That way you have some amount of build up for, with Bailey. Test the waters and be and so give her give her a good shot. If they were booking everything right, there is one person. That, in fact, is due for a call-up, and it's not random. It's pretty organic. She's done a lot in NXT. What more is there for her to do? Shayna? God damn it. Yes. Um, Shayna Baszler. Fucking... (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Well, you're not wrong. I mean, you're right, and that's logical, right? Yeah. That's one person who I feel like realistically could choke out most of the main roster. And and you're going to believe it. I feel like she could have a brilliant program with Asuka. Did they have a program in NXT? I think they did. Uh, Baszler and Oscar? No, Oscar was long gone by the time uh, Baszler got. That, there. That's what I was thinking. I feel like, especially because I feel like Oscar, Oscar and Kyrie might have to be the champs, man, for the tag division right the now. Kabuki because Warriors. Well, well, Paige said on Twitter that I just read it. She said the girls chose it. They wanted to be called the Kabuki Girls. The E, via obviously probably Vince, decided Kabuki Warriors, Viking Warriors. The Kabuki Experience. Um, the Kabuki Raiders. I want, I'm just going to keep that joke to myself. Oh, come on. I think, no, 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 do not encourage him, please. Don't. I'm, yeah. I'm making, I'm his humor, sure. his humor is not meant for this podcast. Please don't. <laughs> No, 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 no. 
But when it comes to the, to the tag division for the women, that championship, according to Bailey and Sasha, who were the champions, in NXT, where they stood in full sail, said these championships can be defended on any roster, and they even alluded to NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live if they had women. Why not? But all the brands that WWE has, for the, when it comes to the main roster, there's not really a lot of tag teams up there. Obviously, no. Beth and Natalia aren't a team anymore. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. Sasha, I don't. I mean, Sasha. It's not even the best we're thinking about. Sasha and Bailey aren't a team anymore. I don't. I don't see anybody else on the main roster who's a women's tag team who could be believable. You're believable tag world champions if you want that championship to be. You know, worth a fuck. I'm sorry. I, I, I like the Iconics. I like how they look because that's the heterosexual in me talking. But I want to see wrestling and believability and some competition, which is what they said the rev women's revolution was about. And no disrespect to the Iconics, but they are a throwback to the Divas. So let me ask you this then. If they do bring Baszler up, would you have Duke and Shafir come with her or would you leave them down in NXT? You gotta leave. You can leave them down NXT for now. They need more training. They ain't been there that long. No, but I, I think I think they, they they can get ready and polished a little bit more. That way, you have the surprise when they help Shayna down the line. I just feel like you setting up all three. That's kind of hot shotting, except for the undisputed era. They should definitely stay together when they're called up or not. I feel like there's no reason for them to break up, even though on NXT, which we're not watching. What they're alluding to is a Roderick Strong Adam Cole match. So, Mr. There's, there's some good. there's some commotion in the system, as it seems. So, drop his dick again, Roddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God, thank God. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so, switching gears real quick, you mentioned Sasha Banks. Do you think she could be going all elite soon? Because apparently WWE have been trying to, you know, offer her money deal after money deal after money, and she's, like, stone-facing, stonewalling them. Well, she has connections to people who have money. She's also was kind of being mainstream. There was a lot of talk shows, like, places you were seeing her outside of WWE she was showing up at. Right. Which is good. That's what you should do. It helps the company and helps you. I feel like if All Elite didn't exist, she'd do fine on the Indies. But since All Elite does, she can make a lot of money. She could be the face of Impact. She would walk right into that Ring of Honor locker room and take that belt. Does Major League Wrestling have a women's division? I have no idea. And see, well, there you go. Mm -hmm. New Japan doesn't have a women's division. Do they? Yeah, they do. They the women hit the women hit hard. Do they? Yes. I know they have women in matches occasionally, but is there a is there a division? Is there is there a IWGP Women's Championship, a New Japan Women's Championship, or I believe so, because that's that's. I don't know about New Japan. Awesome. I know for a fact there are like multiple like female exclusive wrestling leagues in Japan. We're fact checking this podcast. <laughs> um, actually, no, they don't. So I was wrong. 
Anyways. I don't know if Sasha wanted to be an actress. She could give that. I don't fucking know what she could do with her life, but I feel like post WWE she'd be fine. Yep. I feel like Ollie Lee's gonna throw her throw her the the checkbook. I said, I said Ollie Lee, right? Yeah. I feel like they're gonna throw the checkbook. So's WWE. She's got leverage. Like good for her, man. She's worked hard. That that women's match they had with Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha. At 31 was a fucking really good... That was 31, right? Yeah. I want to say that was 31. Yeah. Yeah. That was a damn good match. I really enjoyed it. As a matter of fact, I might turn on my network and watch it. Because that was a damn good match. And Sasha Banks, although she's... She's not... It seems like... And correct me if I'm wrong. She doesn't seem reckless to her. She seems extremely reckless to herself. Like, I feel like she's so passionate. I feel like she's so passionate. She's willing to, like, really step it up and almost be, like, Mick Foley-esque. And doesn't mind really getting fucked up for some pops and for some credit and for the thrill of, you know, being in the ring. So you think she she may be, like, overdoing it a bit? I feel like she's more of a danger to herself than others. Like, she's a damn good wrestler. She could tone it down and still deliver great matches. But it's like, damn, dude. A lot of the shit I see her do, it's like, I'm fucking impressed, but you ain't got to do that for me to, you know, I'm going to, you know. I, another thing I feel like what really ruined her on the main roster is we never really seemed like a heel Sasha Banks, did we? The boss Sasha Banks, she screams heel. Um, she screams bitch, and that's what you want in your heel, right? Her, her run in NXT was fucking great. That's why she probably got cheered on the main roster so much. People respected what she did in developmental. It's a fucking good moveset, too. I really don't think she got showcased as much on the main roster as she did on NXT. She didn't really get the chance to really, like, commit to the boss character because they were either throwing her in... The matches matches she had with Charlotte were brilliant. Right. The ones on Raw where they were trading the belts back and forth and when they were actually drawing a decent rating for, for those two... I think, it was, I think it was definitely above three million. So who do you think what do you think John Moxley's gonna do if he's in Ali League? Do you think he's gonna show up at double or nothing? Uh, Are they gonna wait to announce it? Cause if you so, noticed in that in that in that video package that he released on his own, mm-hmm. if you noticed that production value was fucking great, I'm assuming that wasn't cheap. No. There was dice on that wall. There was a lot that of That said 2-5. There were a lot of indications towards him... Towards towards John Moxley visiting a casino. Right. <laughs> I, f- I feel like if... So, really quick before I answer your question. Is all is there a championship match at Double or Nothing right now? There uh, is the AAA World no, Title no, 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 Titles. No. I'm talking like All Elite Wrestling World Title. I am telling you that is the only championship match on the card, sir. If that that and will that, that will answer your question. That's Hangman and Pac, right? Is that the AAA it? World Tag Titles is between so that's is the between only title the Bucks okay. and that's the Lucha Smash title. Brothers, as I like to call them, <laughs> as they should be called. Just <laughs> Mario and Luigi, Phoenix, Pentagon. You heard it here first. Another great team that they signed, it's a shame I don't know the other team because they're good too, I just don't remember, is Angelico and Jack Evans. Oh my god. 
a huge pickup. That team is going to be insane. From the bottomless pit of keeping you in a contract and not letting you out. That was that was that, the wonderful Lucha Underground. I mean, they're young; they can go. I I I've seen the shit they can do in Lucha Underground. Obviously, they can do it. They can go. Same and that's that's a, that's a that's a solid fucking tag team, my miss. More people, all the little pickup. I'm try. I don't know how long we have here. I'm assuming the Good Brothers and the Revival are going to be on their way. One can hope so. I think. Potentially the Usos could go too if they really wanted. I really don't think they have much left that they could do in WWE. All right, so we we do. Uh, we are gonna have to put. We are gonna have to add a little extra time specifically for this, and then we can move on to the main event and try to be out of here. We. <laughs> Sorry. We we have to go down the double or nothing card and just give quick predictions. We're just going to name whatever um, happened. Okay, can we get the card up real quick? I... <sighs> All right, well, let, let, let's get up the official card. We'll do it professional. All right, uh, D3, roll the clip. Thanks. Pull up, pull up the article. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Chop, chop. My, my hands. Better pattern. Be like a crocodile and make it snappy. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. Underlay, um, underlay. Vamonos, vamonos. Pinche oro. El grande burro. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he is. I do need to learn to speak Spanish, bro, because I think me being funny in Spanish is gonna kill. <laughs> okay. Um. If you can find the pre-show, try to find that too. If not, just do the pay-per-view, I guess. All right. I just found the mains. That works. Hangman Page versus Pac. Well, I want Hangman going over there. He's. He's. He's got the he's got the athleticism. I mean, have you seen his move where he does the fu- the front flip into a clothesline? That yeah, the buckshot I think is what he calls it. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's it's essentially a slingshot clothesline, except yeah. he like does like a blah and then he clocks people. Um, my, my, hey, you need to watch out. Calm down. Take a seat. Have a coke. Have a smile. Get this guy God fucking damn. uppers. You got it. Okay. Alright, I'm done being a dick. My prediction's the bastard. Pox going over. I'm back, ya shits. Alright. Uh, Triple A World Tag Team Championship. Young Bucks versus the Lucha Smash Brothers. I'm glad we're getting that uh, that phrase started. That's going to be the title of the podcast. Well, I think the uh, first guy who needs to give his prediction is the guy with the Young Buck pants on. They look nice. I have a lot of things like that. I have like Deadpool, Star Wars. Those are they're quite cool. comfortable, actually. Um, yeah, young but bu- young they're bucks too are going sweet. over. I think it's something. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they really are. They're, they're too the, no, no. You get your bang for your buck. No, no disrespect to uh, the the Smash Brothers, but yeah, no, young young bucks are taking it. Once again, who I think is going to win the pony. Is the Lucha Smash Brothers? No. I I just feel like there's a little bit more more draw in the program if the Bucks are the one chasing still. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're they're the babyface underdogs in this compared to the Lucha Bros. It, it, in my opinion, and I feel like that's the story I'd go with. So I'm going with the Lucha Smash Brothers. Okay. Did you give yours? Uh, you can give yours for the first one, I. You need to. 
Speak up, Junior. You can contribute too, you know. Young Bucks. I'm, I'm, eh. It's just like. Lucha Bros have that aesthetic of just hunger. Young Bucks, Young Bucks are successful enough already to where they can just kind of flaunt it. Just be able to be like, yeah, we're the champions. And then, like, you know, Lucha Bros can just. We're hungry. We want that. The big, the big benefit I can see from, I'm, I just interrupted because I'm a fucking dick. Yeah. The reason why I feel like the big reason for the young bucks could win the belt is that just that really will highlight the cross promotion. Mm-hmm. Go on, my friend. I'm sorry. Alpha versus Omega Two. Oh wait, wait, hang on. Who who do you have for uh, Hangman and Pac? Oh, I already told you, Hangman. Uh, Athletic. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Alpha Omega Two. Omega. Okay. Clean, cleaner. Best bout machine. Okay. Well, I'm I'm obviously going Jericho. Because there's no reason for Kenny to win twice. He don't need it. He's already a self-made man. So is Jericho. So, it gives them a reason to wrestle again. And I feel like that's the only... If, if Jericho won at Wrestle Kingdom, then I would have said Kenny should win tonight. That's That's my standing on that. But either way, I'd, I'd still have Jericho win if it was my company because stupid, stupid idiots. <laughs> he put them Another on. thing at Dominion that I'm, oh, not, that, that I'm absolutely excited for is He's the Painmaker. The, the Painmaker, Chris Jericho versus the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. Did I say it right? Kazuchika. 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 Well, damn. Who's winning that? Oh. I'm, going, I'm going Okada for sure. Okay. Let it rain, bro. Yeah. I'm going Okada for sure, and that ain't my booking. That's just that's that's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. If if you if <laughs> in you, my opinion, if you give Jericho this one, then yeah, Okada's winning the winning that one, because like Jericho Jericho can't do back like I don't see him doing a back to back like a back to back win. I want I want a win and a loss, and at Dominion, Okada's the homeboy, so he's you gotta you gotta give him props. Well, for could you imagine if Chris Jericho wanted Dominion to hold the belt for maybe a couple more months, maybe defend it once or twice in New Japan, probably once, and that leads to Jericho versus Omega Three with the new with with the, with the IWGP belt on the line, and Kenny wins. Yeah, but then you're taking away from Kenny Kenny's impact in AEW. Kenny was there because Kenny's part of the so, of AEW. On. When when is Dominion again? That's after Double Energy, right? That is yes. okay. June. Yes. Sometime in June. I think it's middle of June. So you could have Jericho lose at Double or Nothing. Have him. Kayfabe, like, basically, you know, f- f- fuck all elite, whatever, I'm going to New Japan. Have him beat Okada at Dominion, and then, like, once, like, Wrestle Kingdom season rolls around, he could come back to all elite and taunt Omega, like, hey, buddy, look what I got. I got your prized possession, and I'm running rough shot through the company that you built up. I'm hoping it double or nothing we get a segment that alludes to them having their own world title. 
Yeah. I just I just think New Japan wants that relationship enough. And the relationship with Ring of Honor, I don't think is helping New Japan. I just think it's helping Ring of Honor. And New Japan wants Kenny Omega. And I feel like that's one of the best bridges they could maybe do. Because Kenny, from what I understand, can choose to work with whoever he wants. It's in his All Elite contract. Which is also why Which means Chris, so Jericho is an all, Chris Jericho is an All Elite W. No, I'm so doing it. An all elite superstar, and he's wrestling at a New Japan main eventing it. Think about it. That could just be cross promotion, though. I mean, well, think about it. All elite mega star Kenny Omega is the fucking New Japan champion again. The audience is already familiar with Kenny Omega, so that just means all the people who watch New Japan are going to want to go see Kenny what he's doing in America, especially with their world title. So, do you think that oh. once all elite does bring their own world title around, would you give it to? Would you give that to Kenny too, or? I feel like it's gonna. I feel like uh, it's gonna go around between Kenny the, main, the obvious main people. It's gonna obviously be with Kenny at some point. Probably Cody. Maybe Pac. I feel like definitely three, four years down the line, maybe even two. Hangman Page, but not right away. Jericho, Jericho, right Jericho, Kenny, Pac, and Omega are your best bets. Because they're not going to want to have, you know, they're not going to want to hot potato that belt. They're going to try. I feel like Tony Khan's going to make that championship feel important. And Jim Ross is going to probably tell him that too. He's, he, the fact that they have Jim Ross, that's fucking awesome. Not just for the commentary, but it, you obviously you can ask Jim Ross for advice. He doesn't want to fucking help. If you have Jim Ross on your creative team, that's fucking great. Right. Why wouldn't you give it to Hangman? I mean, obviously, you know, Omega, Jericho, those, those are, you know, because obvious Hangman, draws. Because Hangman Page has a lot of room to grow, and his star can shine a hell of a lot brighter before he gets to the main event level. So that way, when he does get to the main event level, that championship will feel even all the best instead of rushing it. So then let me ask you this. Would, would you put him, like, in the main event? Would you put him in the main event scene and just not give him the win and just have him like chase it kind of almost like Johnny Gargano-esque? I I feel like he could just be the top mid-card heel when, if they even get another mid-card belt. He could be in a tag team. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I just feel like when it comes to him being in the world title, it should be low. You know, Shawn Michaels didn't win the WWF championship for seven, ten years. Bret Hart, seven, ten years. Stone Cold, it took four or five years. Undertaker didn't win it till what? I think five years, and he never really held it, period. You know, it takes people a while to win those belts. Look how long it took Edge to win his belt. He debuted in 99. He first won it in, what, 2005? So six years? You see see what I'm saying, then? Not a lot of people are like Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar and win it fucking walking in. You know, even, even Roman, it took three. It took... It took... Three and a half, four. Yeah. So, you know. I feel like he has a lot he has a lot of time to develop. To be the to be the man. Right. Let's go on the card, so I'm not trying to keep you forever, man. Sorry. Yeah. Uh Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes. The road rivalry. I I feel like Cody's gonna win. I kind of want them to put Dustin over. 
I think that would be. Well, at least we're opposite. We, 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 we each got a guy to cheer that, for. That that would that I think that would be a pretty cool little swerve to pull on the fans because like Cody, you know, isn't. Well, Cody definitely doesn't need it. Well, no, no, not at all. But I mean, I, fucking not, W boys. Not not at his Dustin really. Mm-hmm. If you want, if you want to. Well, I would say so, considering. Well, 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 it's not him, obviously. It's how WWE's booked him the last three, four, five years. He, he does need it. Keep it's not... It, yeah. I'm not saying... Okay, how about this? It's what they did to Goldust. It's going to okay. reflect okay. on Dustin. It's yeah. not Dustin that chose what happened the last three or five years. He was a company man. He did what he was told. Like the Revival scooting their asses on the floor because they're company men. They do what they're told. They're professional. Do what you're told. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Chuffy so like definitely it. Dustin needs it more than Cody for sure. There's no way that's it. Mm. There's no way that's all the matches. No. SCU versus SEMA at CIMA. Uh, T-Hawk and L. Lindemann. I SCU! SCU! Is, is that the team from that? This oh, is the worst town I've ever been in. Sorry. Is that the team from that O V E? The which one? Chinese, the Chinese promotion, promotion is that who I the other so. three are? I think so. Yeah, it's SoCal Uncensored versus the. It's from, from what I understand, those people could do some pretty crazy athletic flippy dippy things. We'll we'll see how they're presented. SoCal Uncensored's a, a hell of a trio. They're 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 good. They're, you know. We'll see what the other guys are capable of. I think SoCal speaks for themselves, so I'm probably going to give it to the OVE guys if that's who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, best friends versus Angelico and Jake Evans, or Jack Evans, I should say. <laughs> best friends, uh, Trent Beretta and, some and Chucky, Chucky, D. Chucky T. Chucky T. Yeah. Well, all I had to hear was the names, and I'm glad I figured out what the fuck was going on. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to give that to Angelico and Jack Evans because those are my boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go that way, too. Well, I've, well, I've, just, I've seen what they can do as solo acts, putting them together. We finally agree on something. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker versus Kylie Rain versus Nyla Rose. <clears throat> I'm going to give it to Nyla Rose because the first ever transgender women's wrestler is going to get the fucking win. Nyla Rose is... Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying interesting because, yeah, I would like to see how that plays out. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of the three. I think Kylie Rae is supposed to be very Bailey-like, very smiley and cutesy and... What, All didn't, that didn't Britt Baker come from Impact? I think so. I want to say, yeah, I believe she's even a real doctor. Which, I'm, I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give the one to her. Oh, <laughs> well, she's a doctor. So yeah, yeah. Um, Aja, I, I'm I'm probably slaughtering this. <laughs> Aja Kong, uh, Yuka Sakazaki, uh, and Emi Sakura. Versus uh, Hikar- Hikaru Shida, uh, Ri- Riho, and 
Rio Mizua or Mizuami. So that sounds like a featured OBE exclusive match Mm -hmm. on that card. So I'm gonna no contest. I'm gonna give it to Team A because (laughs) that's the first letter in the alphabet. (laughs) And we're going. That's it. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's going to a no contest. That's it. There's two more. We we forgot to do pre-show, which is Casino Battle Royale. Oh, God. There's oh, well, feature there. confirmed entrance. Sunny Kiss, Brandon Cutler, Ace Romero, Glacier. Glacier. <laughs> My money's on Glacier. Glacier. Brian Pillman Jr. Sunny Days, MJF, Joey Janela. The, mm-hmm. the three people he just named, those are three uh, future stars in the making right there. Sunny Days, MJF, Joni Jalea. Sunny Kiss, maybe. I feel like they're going to push him. So Brian Pillman Jr. I've yeah. I've seen his stuff. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, really good. Uh, oh, and Dustin Thomas. I don't want to take him out. But, so um, from what I understand, it's five guys start... There's going to be intervals of a couple minutes with five guys till there's 20 in the ring, and then there's going to be a lucky draw, which is a 21, which is the 21st person. Mm-hmm. Winner gets a future. Uh, world so title I challenge. guess there's room to speculate who the 21st person will be. I'm going to go with Roman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Roman Reigns. Moxley. If it was Moxley. And he comes out with some weapons and just beats the piss out of everybody. I mean, go for it, because what the winner gets, from what I understand, is maybe some money. I don't know. But I believe there's a a championship shot. It's a future world title shot. It hasn't been said when specifically, but it's... From what I'm assuming, it's going to be like a money in the bank. So whenever you figure out the world champion, at least you know they're facing a main event or like Moxley. Mm -hmm. I think if it's going to be Moxley, he needs to come out with a barbed wire wrap around his arm. Yeah. And fuck people up with that. Why not? Because, well, um, fuck, I can never remember his name. British uh, hardcore wrestler. Um, Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, yeah. If he's going to be in that, then that's a perfect feud to set up. Yeah. Yeah. You have Moxley come in last and have him hit Havoc immediately. And then, you know, they have a scrap. And Hello, Scrap. You want to have a Tilly? Let's have a Donnie Brook. Pump the brakes. You take your shirt off and your sunglasses. <laughs> I take about ten to fifteen percent off that, bud. So um, last match. You cross San- <laughs> Sammy Guevara versus Kip Sabian. I don't know who Kip Sabian is, so I'm going with Sammy Guevara. That sounds like Kip Sop son. I don't know Kip, who that is either. Mr. Ass? Oh! Yeah, Kip Sop. That's his name. No, his name's Billy Gunn. No, well, we're gonna. No, I'm. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna give Stop it. I'm breaking Kathy. We're, we're gonna give it to Mr. Ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> not even who it is. And now. Oh, well, now it's time to talk about the main event here. What is the main event? Damn it! Why'd you have to ruin it? It's you copyright! Copy- You're gonna get us copyrighted! Bullshit! Dude! 
You play all we play shit before that's copyrighted and nothing happens. No, well, I'm, either I'm, way, I'm, I'm, I'm kayfabing. Work with me here. No, you work with me and don't talk when I play things. Y'all are killing the business and you need to stop. <laughs> I'm like, anyway, did you guys see what happened? Yes. You seen it? Yes. Slipknot. I, I almost I almost wish they let they would have gave us a few more episodes. Of, <clears throat> you know, the demonic, low-key, kid-friendly shit. If, one thing I noticed that was really weird... When I was watching all three episodes, my recommended came up a lot of weird, like, kid shit. Like, kids playing with toys, and, like, it was, like, weird, like, kid shows, like, it was weird, man. Maybe that was the point of it? I don't fucking know. Just, it was, it was a little weird. It was, it was a little eerie. I, I, I did like the whole presentation. It was well done. I did like how all three puppets were just like, what the fuck's happening? That Basically, was really cool. I thought that was really well done. And the mask is cool. It reminds me a lot of Payday mixed with Slipknot. Yeah, which I think is going to be really cool. I think the the presentation of it and the execution of introducing the character are great. For the love of God, don't fuck it up. They have screwed Bray Wyatt way too many times in the past. Give the man a fucking break. Mm-hmm. Give this guy a fucking puppers. Christ's sake. Yeah, give give a, a I'm 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 really thinking this is gonna work. Um I feel like all Firefly Flunhouse was was their vignettes. That's been done for years in wrestling where they just play video packages that builds people up for their in-ring debut or their in-ring reworking, repackage, however you want to put it. Or do you think he's gonna have like a Jekyll and Hyde-esque kind of thing? I I hope so. I feel like maybe he, it'd be like an actual way to use the demon character, if you know what I mean. How Finn breaks it out when he needs to. Yeah, I feel like that's Bray, what I'm saying. I feel like Bray would actually make it work, and it actually fucking makes sense. Can we cuss on the program? Like, if I can, I play. I can play YouTube, but I, can I cuss? Like, what am I allowed to do? Yes, go ahead. I don't like a fucking cuss. I, that's yeah. Bray Wyatt's definitely a future top guy in the making. I I can't wait to see where it leads in ring. What I'm hoping since Undertaker wants to keep wrestling is maybe they have them square off one more time and Bray gets the win. It doesn't have to be a WrestleMania. It ain't got to be Undertaker's last match. But since Taker wants to keep wrestling, why not put Bray over on his way out? The concept itself, I see where you're coming from. I don't want Undertaker in the ring anymore. Whether he wants to get it or not, the motherfucker cannot go anymore. He has come back the past three, I'd say, four matches that he's had have not been good. People know they have not been good. They've either been extremely short and covered up his old, you know, broken down body, or they've been long drawn out and he and Triple H end up killing each other. Right. Oh, no, man. Sweet Tooth Jr., um, <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be very interesting. Um, yeah, I just yeah, it's I just I, 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 I can't I can't wait. I I hope I hope they do right. Well, it. since we're getting into Undertaker, I hope you know he's wrestling Bill Goldberg at Sweet so- Sweet Saudi Money Three D. <laughs> Grab your glasses, folks. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. 
Uh-huh. It's not to be a Can you imagine back when wrestling was at its hottest in the 90s, even in the early, early 2000s when WCW was bought? If the main event of the pay-per-view, especially for the world title, in their prime was Undertaker versus Goldberg? In their prime? In 2002, 2003, think about it. In their Especially the storyline would make even more sense because it would have been American badass Undertaker. You could, you could hold that in... what? What's the biggest arena in North America? The MSG? Mm-hmm. MSG is only 20,000 people. Really? Ish. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's a small, really intimate, awesome fucking it's, atmosphere. It's prestigious, so. but... So... Are we saying at the at that time? Why do you think the whole shows at the Barclays Center? Yeah. Yeah, just at, at that time. That is, that guess, is what would be like the biggest capacity holder of like arenas or even like just stadiums? Hmm. It's really Well oh, fuck in two thousand was it two thousand two where did I Well, I mean fuck well, my my point being you you could put that in an arena where Fuck it. You could put that at Wembley Stadium, and I think you could fill it easily. You could have filled it easily if you had booked that. But if we do still have time, and if we're gonna, you know, mention Sweet Saudi Money 3D, how about... I'd like to talk about it. You okay with talking about it, Dave? That's fine. Um, how about Rollins and Lesnar going at it again? Oh, I think think Brock's getting the belt back. Not a prediction, folks. It's a spoiler. Do you think he's gonna keep the same bullshit that he had? You know, one appearance every forty-two years. Yeah, and he was drawing bigger ratings than what we're getting now. So fuck it. Why not get your money's worth if the guy signed three more years? What, what was it? Three more years? Couple more years? I could have sworn he resigned. Yeah. Him. Maybe not. I feel like he will. Call me crazy, but if you have a wrestling show without a champion. What 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 are the stakes? What are they fighting for? Pride? Well, when it comes Pride to rights? when it comes to a it. weekly show, yeah. But back in the day, the champion wouldn't even appear on TV, really. That's back in the day, though. Yeah, that. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense now. It worked then. So like, why why even waste your money on a Brock Lesnar type contract? I just you're think... basically pissing away money. I I mean, Vince can you know easily spare the money. I guess yeah, but like. Your, your ratings are in the shit, and you're taking your Attendance world title. Attendance is down. Attendance is drastically down. Network subscriptions are not lower, but they are an they all-time stalemate. It's a stalemate. And you're about to take your world title off the TV again. And we're probably not going to see it until WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, if we're lucky. Which is interesting. No, it's because, not. Well, no, what's interesting about him possibly winning the Universal belt... Is it's it's basically been confirmed that Fox wants Brock on SmackDown, which makes me think we might actually see a unification of both belts. Or the big big rumor is Brock as the Universal Champion versus Goldberg as the WWE. No 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 no. Is a program Fox wants, which means we might get that on TV. <sighs> I, I, I'm gonna lie, it, it does sound fucked, but a Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg match for both belts on TV, I'd like to see if he can at least draw over three million. It won't. <laughs> I can tell you right now, it won't. Nobody wants to see Lesnar versus Goldberg again. 
Why not? Fourth time charm. No. The third My, time was the, supposed and, to be a shard. And then they'll make it a fifth because, you know, they, they you know they got to have one guy have more wins than the other. Come yeah. on, bro. Once in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it's just Brian. It's, oh, it's, oh, it's Kofi versus Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. For this. For the SmackDown title. Uh, and, and then Triple H versus Randy Bobandy. Are you shitting me? Is that confirmed? <laughs> yeah. Bobandis. Bobandis out of nowhere. When did we travel back to 2004, boys? About the time that 2000, 2008 as well. And 9. Oh, yeah, I guess they were few. Yeah, because... 25. Even 24. The main yeah. event of that was Cena, Triple H, fucking Orton. There you go. Freezing. So, yeah, I think that's basically it. You got, yeah. you got, you got the set song? song? You... you you put the game in 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 that ring. The viper's gonna slither in one way or another. All right. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna come in Stop. out of nowhere. Stop. Stop. Just send it to me over message. Gonna change your pedigree. That's for sure. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. All right, folks. We're gonna do our best. Alright folks. Pause perfect. I wasn't fucking ready for this shit because people like to fucking go all fucking slick rick and be all fast with shit and I'm not fucking quick. And I can't oh no. Don't shoot yourself in the It totally fucked my dude. What? Oh Technical difficulties, folks. If you guys haven't really looked it up. There we go. <laughs> that took me like two minutes to find Alright guys. We will see you later. Goodbye. And good night.